deep within a college exam is a secret test. It measures a student's innate ability to lie, cheat, fight, and destroy. Those who score well are recruited into a secret paramilitary university. Some call them seductresses. Some call them spies. Fools call them innocent. They call themselves Debs. Welcome to Bad Movie Brunch with me, Luke, here in Chicago. And me, Katie, here in Los Angeles. Katie, it is Pride Weekend. I rode the train sure down. Is. Shit was wild. Uh, everybody's out in their rainbow suspenders and there's glitter on the streets. It's, 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 it's probably the happiest time to be in Chicago, I'd say. It's like this beats Christmas like twofold. The most wonderful time of the year. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. So on that note, What's the flick we're talking about this week? We are talking about Debs. I've lo- a uh, <laughs> Go ahead. spy comedy from okay. the mid two thousands. Yeah, uh, that um, is surprise about lesbians. Yeah, yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. If if I were to pitch this movie to somebody, I'd definitely be like, "Hey, man, you like Kim Possible? You like Totally Spies? What about that, but live action and with lesbians?" Whoa! Well, I would have made that movie if I were the if I were the producer you're pitching to. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never fucking heard of this until you mentioned. I've literally, I, I'm like, that's shocking to me because I consider myself something of like a like a like a pop culture encyclopedia at times, and I have a really really like um, strong memories of like the mid the mid to late '90s and especially the early 2000s, like our formative years. You know what I mean? Uh, and I thought I had a pretty good stronghold on what movies were coming out. Never heard of this, so please, for the love of God, tell me your history with this film, because what a fucking poll. <laughs> sure thing. So, uh, when I was, I, I knew I was gay when I was pretty young, like when I was like 12 years old, and we had this video store called Videorama that I used to go to and kind of like check out the gay movies without my parents knowing, because it was something that I wanted to explore, and Very cool. movies were always the way that I explored anything about my identity. But the problem was that all of these movies in the gay section are hypersexual. Like, a lot of them are, like, two and a half hours of, like, ladies just boning, which is, like, fine. But, like, when you're 12 years old and sex is scary, especially, like, this new thing, like, like sex that you're not, like, quote-unquote, not supposed to be having that's kind of outside the norm, it's it's very frightening. So I didn't want that. So... I was hoping for something a little different, and uh, I just so happened to pick another movie out of a different part of the aisle from the comedy aisle, and (laughs) I don't know why it wasn't in the lesbian aisle, but it was Deb. And so when I popped it in, it was like, oh, surprise, it's a live-action cartoon, and ladies are kissing now. And it, it it was a comfort, because here was this incredibly silly movie that is just about... I mean, it's not really even about spies. It's about just these two gals falling in love, and it's really sweet. And as stupid as it is, I come back to it pretty regularly because there's kind of like this nice, intense rom-com aspect to it that you wouldn't see from a lot of early 
lesbian films at the time. No, totally. It's like super, super, super ahead of its time in the way it goes about it and uh, the way it, the way the film talks about uh, homosexuality and the way it deals with it. And while like this movie is unmistakably fucking the early to mid 2000s, like both in <laughs> a- aesthetic and uh, attitudes, um, it is like far more progressive than most things coming out at that time. Um, I mean, for God's sake, the chick that plays Lucy Diamond uh She's in, you know, Fast and the Furious three years before the, the first one. She comes back, obviously, because the franchise has, like, got 100 mo- movies. But that movie was, like, pretty mad, pretty mad, like, homophobic slash maybe homoerotic at times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, just, like, in the span of that three years, it's, like, if you just look at those two movies and, like, as, like, I don't know, benchmarks of the time period, one is a lot more progressive than the other. And I know that they shouldn't be compared other than her being in both movies. But it's just something I kept thinking about, like, the, the conversation and, like, the way that... This movie is doing better right now in 2018 uh what some like most gay movies that are like fallen into the mainstream are doing in my opinion maybe not I mean like Moonlight is Moonlight it shouldn't even be compared to Debs because that's a fucking film you know what I mean but <laughs> But you know what I mean? But like, even like, yeah, for real. But even like stuff like Love, Simon, I know people really like it and I'm sure it's great. And like even stuff like um, Call Me By Your Name. I still think that this movie, um, it didn't, I don't, it it sort of doesn't like make a show of it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it, it isn't like the point. And it's funny to think that like if this movie were made today, I think everybody would be on its proverbial dick like you know what i mean like i think like mm-hmm. i think just for the the statement it makes alone um it's a it's a gay romantic comedy in 04 like that should that's all you need to say it's just wild to me i just can't i can't get over how like way ahead of its time that is and we're still not seeing anything like it like the the point i'm trying to make is like even the 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 queer romances and stuff we see in, in film for the most part I mean, you're, you know, like you said, it's it's usually hyper hypersexualized. It's usually all about the sex. It's not just a rom com. It's not like it's not really ever particularly fun. Um, I mean, like you you talk about like sex being scary, and like immediately I'm like when you talk about, it, I'm like thinking of like blue is the warmest color. And like, oh, dude, you don't know even I, get me started yeah, about blue is the warmest I, color. I would love I to, to get see you that started. with a buddy of mine, and it's definitely like 15 minutes of sex. And it was just like, oh my god! Like in in just the whole movie stops with this like fuck filibuster. I'd literally never heard of of that movie until like last fall, and somebody mentioned it to me, and I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And like it was a very divisive conversation, so I was like, whoa, what could get somebody this heated? And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, okay, I all right, I got you. It's like just sex, so much lesbian sex. Let's let's get two straight actresses and have them just fuck for like 20 minutes and you'll get a standing ovation at can or con or whatever the hell exactly so uh, your options are uh, in my experience or at least my experience at the time were like that you either like see all these like super highly sexualized movies that like you're not prepared for when you're 12 as an adult you know you're like oh i can appreciate this on some level but when you're 12 it's just like ah jesus and but the other flip side to that is that they're you could also have them be depressing, like just the saddest motherfucking movie. Oh, yeah. Like um, The Children's Hour. Have you ever heard of that shit? I haven't. I haven't. It has Shirley MacLaine and Audrey Hepburn in it. And it's about, like, they both own an all-girls school, and one of the little girls is, like, the biggest dick, and she starts a rumor that they're the two of them are hooking up. 
Fuck. And it turns out that Shirley MacLaine actually is in love with Audrey Hepburn, and she kills herself at the end. Jesus Christ. So yeah, those are your options. Did you see? Uh, I'll get off track a little bit. Did you see Jeff Who Lives at Home? I uh, know. Uh, it's a Duplass Brothers movie, and it's like a, a third tier subplot. It's like a C story. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I guess I'm going to because now I've brought it up on air. Uh, like the it's Jason Siegel and Ed Helms, and they've got an A plot. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, what I, I, mean? I have seen those. Okay, and they they kind of do the whole like. Um, mom with a dead husband then like kind of falls for her friend and it's a little underdeveloped but like that's a that was a move that i respected because it wasn't they didn't make the movie all centered or like they, they, they just like they depicted it as this is something normal that happens and i think deb's while being um you know over the top like cheesy mm-hmm. and like hokey and, and spoofy it very much knows what it is and it introduces the idea of like the like these two girls um our lead amy and the uh, uh antagonist lucy diamond diamonds diamond which is it uh diamonds and, and i don't know if you've noticed but her car at some point actually says that license plate says in the like is in da sky oh that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh sweet i i like the beatles uh um but like i i think they just kind of like that's the thing that they sort of um introduce as just like a normal thing like it's a very natural like when these characters uh go for it like go for each other uh it hits all the rom-com beats it hits some like goofy action beats but i think that it um it's not preachy you know what i mean mm-hmm Can, it's, it's just uh, it's also funny because it's just like looking for love and this just happens to be it. I would say, you know, I, one of the phrases that you've introduced it to me is arguably the blank of the film, <laughs> which I think about with so many things that I watch now. Good. And arguably the hero of this film is Lucy Diamond's uh, straight bro. There's nothing. Uh, There's nothing I love more in this movie than Scud. Scud is amazing. He's played by character actor Jimmy Simpson, who has gone off to do a bunch of other things. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, Westworld. Uh, I think he was in a season of House of Cards playing like a pretty big character for that season. And he's great. And I had to learn his name because for the longest time when I would see him in things, I would get so excited because I'd be like, Scud, look, it's Scud. Dude, I cannot handle him. Uh, mm-hmm. like I literally can't handle him. His every, I mean, my God, like everybody's great in this movie, <laughs> but this dude is like a quote machine. Just like mm-hmm. love is harder than crime, and like yeah. shit like that. I'm like, I fucking wrote down some of them just because they were killing me. So for the audience, the uninitiated, I assume it's ninety fucking nine percent of anybody listening, if not a hundred. Um, what exactly are the Debs? What is this movie kind of about? So this movie, there's a lot of things about it that don't make sense. But essentially the setup is that, like, so when you take the SAT along with figuring out how to get into college and, like, being graded on, like, math and reading skills and all that, there's a secret test within the SAT that, like, tests your ability to lie, cheat, steal, et cetera. And if you score really high on that secret test, you get into a paramilitary academy, uh, the Debs Academy. The acronym is never explained. Uh, but you know, just go with it. And so it's a secret, like college, all girls by the looks of it. 
and they all wear like these like ridiculous schoolgirl outfits, which is very like almost Sailor Moon in <laughs> their design. And uh, they Good just call. go on government missions, and they are – it's basically like FBI in training without going to Quantico. Right. It's, it's like a Charlie's Angels kind of vibe. Very Charlie's Angels. Uh, I hear, I, So I often take notes, like uh, train, of, uh, train of Thought notes or whatever the hell, stream of consciousness while I'm watching these movies so we can talk about it. And let me just kind of walk you through my first like little uh, few sentences. Mm-hmm. So the movie opens. I write, oh – Oh, what is this shit? <laughs> is this is this porn? Michael Clark Duncan looking svelte. Okay, they're like James Bond, like girl James Bond students. Miss Peachtree fucking appears, like she zaps in. Who the fuck? How the fuck is their tech that far ahead? They have to get Lucy Diamond. Shit, this plot is moving fast. Is this really not porn? I'm still convinced. <laughs> I'm still not convinced. Nobody's ever fought Lucy Diamond and lived. Wait a minute. This movie knows exactly what it is. And then I just stopped questioning it after that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> chill out, man. You're in for a treat. <laughs> it's fun. It's just like, so there's this group of gals, and they all live in, like, the sorority house because they're apparently, like, the top team. We see a little bit of them, like, doing spy stuff in the opening credits, but, like, we immediately <laughs> never, like, go back to that ever again. Right. We're like, ah, no, that's a different movie. We're focusing on the lesbian love story. And so it opens up with the two of them getting ready, and it's really campy, and one of the girls is like, has, has anyone seen my gun? That kind of thing. And That's it really turns funny. out that they're on a quest to go track down Lucy Diamond, this super villain who is back in the States after being away in Iceland for two years. And they go to track her down. And the main girl in the group, Amy, has just broken up with her boyfriend, Bobby, because she is not feeling passionate about him. She wants to be in love, Luke. And uh, <laughs> so they go track down Lucy Diamond, but it turns out that she's not meeting up with a Russian assassin to, like, hire her, but she's right. meeting up with a Russian assassin to date her. Blind date. And they kind of crash her first blind date, and there's a shootout, and it's really dumb and fun and campy. And eventually uh, Lucy and Amy kind of, like, bump into each other, and instead of fighting, they get to talking. And Amy kind of has a fangirl fascination with her because she's writing a paper about her, which Lucy really digs, and she's, like, into her and such. And they, she whisks her away to a bad guy gay bar in, like, the middle of the underground where they just kind of, like, flirt and chat. And Amy's like, women, I don't know, like, this. <laughs> has that weird turn in a lot of right. these a lot of these gay movies have to have that one character who's like but i've never even thought about women <laughs> there's usually like the the um veteran lesbian and then there's the one that's usually straight that gets pulled into lesbianism by the veteran right and that kind of happens in this movie all of this is uh orchestrated and supported by lucy diamond's uh right hand man <laughs> scud, scud jimmy simpson scud. the biggest bro in suspenders and is just great he's the nicest fucking guy he's such a good friend mm -hmm. like he's exactly who i want my like my henchman to be because mm -hmm. he's he's my he's my best henchman and he's my best friend Indeed, indeed, best killed, person. I killed Katie. It always happens. Uh, yeah, talk, 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 talk to me about Scud a little. Like, basically, she's like, "Hey, Scud, I've got the hots for Amy," and he's like, oh, "She's a Deb." 
It's like, not just a Deb. She's the Deb. And like, all of a sudden, the flick becomes Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, very cool. <laughs> I'm liking that. It's, it's, it's really fun because uh, Scud is... So a lot of these movies, I, I think this is the first movie I ever saw where there's like a lesbian with a straight best friend, a lesbro. <laughs> they flip there's it. a lot of movies with uh, gay guys who have straight female best friends. Uh, Will and Grace being like the proto example, but this is like the first instance of like a dire uh, ride or die lesbro, and that's what Scud embodies. Totally, he really does. He's, and like, like again, look at him just b- breaking down barriers and Debs, man. Like mm-hmm. they, like I said, like they, they kind of just they're super far ahead of their time and really progressive in a lot of uh, a lot of aspects. Um, even though the movie looks, can we talk about the look of it? It, like just like the CGI and stuff because it's, it's like there's like action and I know it's a spoof so it's spo- it's okay if it looks shitty but like man man some of these like <laughs> some of these like green screens it looks and shit like an in-sync music video it looks like an in-sync music video it looks like Speed Racer if Speed Racer came out in like 1999 <laughs> <laughs> oh times. my god yeah uh, it's it's bad uh, it's, but awesome <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so like uh so like lucy does the whole like sneaks into the deb's house and she like goes to you know have amy come out with her and that's when she like goes off to the the les the the what you called it the the oh uh bad guy gay bar bad guy gay bar thank you that oh we should just change the name of the pod (laughs) or or that's our uh first studio album Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Bad for guy, Di- bad guy Diamond Absolutes. For, Di- for our band, Diamond Absolutes. Shout out to Ben Affleck as Batman. We love you, Batfleck. Peace. <laughs> also, speaking of Batman, those like they go to like through, so she whisks uh, Lucy away, and then Scud, or Lucy whisks Amy away, and then Scud goes, and then Janet, correct? Uh, yeah. Goes with them, and she's like the wide-eyed like Deb who like wants to be a friend but hasn't earned her stripes yet and all this shit. But uh, it reminded me of Batman Forever. Uh, cause they go through like the, like this, um, they go through this like tunnel where it's like, uh, roads closed. This means you turn around. Like, and they go through, uh, and they like s- fucking through like this weird warpville tunnel, uh, into like punkville USA. People are like raving and shit and like everything's neon. And it just reminded me of like when Robin takes the Batmobile and Batman forever. Mm-hmm. And he's like out for a spin and they're like, Oh, it ain't Batman. And like everybody looks like they're fucking... I just got back from a Godsmack concert, like, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, it, it's it's really something. Like, I can only imagine what it was like picking out extras for that scene because they definitely wanted everybody to have really spiked colored hair. Oh God, that was like the look that they were going for. I really was into it. Uh, something else I was really into. Uh, there's bits of very good acting. And while this movie is like a comedy first and foremost, um, when Amy and Lucy are like together at this, uh, say it one more time. A bad guy gay bar. Thank you. Uh, when they're there and they're kind of like alone in the booth and she's talking about like her thesis cause her thesis paper's about, uh, Lucy and it's like her theory is all fucked now because she thought it had to do with like, uh, uh, Lucy being more ruthless than a male as compensation because of like sexual frustration or something like that. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, uh, right? It was like uh, being a woman in a male dominated field. Okay. I was kind of confused. <laughs> but 
what uh, the the whole like the conversation gets very cute and very nuanced i think in both of the performances because like this is something that stands out as um you know like i, I was a dick earlier and i said moonlight's a film this is a movie but there are moments in this where i'm like holy shit like the performances are really 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 good where um they have like a little moment and she's like am, am i gonna see you again and she's like do you want to see me again and uh i was like Woof. And then she's like, I'm breaking a bunch of rules. I get kicked out of the Debs. I could get, a, I, you know, for this. And she's like, for what? Like, she's basically like, just admit it then. You, you're going to dance around it? Like, I, I know that you like me, and I obviously like you. And, like, they go, they almost they almost kiss. Like, they go for it. Like, she goes for it. And it's about to happen. And she's about to let her. It's like, she almost kissed you. You almost let her. And, like, <laughs> Scud to Janet is like, you owe me 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a great moment when they're talking and uh, when Amy's like, uh, so Lucy admits that the reason why she fucked off to Iceland for two years was because she was getting over a breakup. And Amy is trying to, like, empathize with her. So she's like, yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend, like, five hours ago. And the gal that plays Lucy gives her this look. And it's really awesome because it's clearly like the, okay, don't pretend, like, don't look like you're super excited. Like, hold back. Oh, don't yeah, smile. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, like, you can see that in her eyes. She's good. It's just, like, a, a very full look of, like, I'm excited, but I'm also trying not to be a dick. Yeah, she's really, really, really good. Like I, I thought, I th- like I said, I thought she plays the whole like, she plays her love or affection for Amy, uh, like a master criminal. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole that's the whole thing. It's fucking smart, man. <laughs> like it's it's really good. Like the idea, the concept is genius. Like if the, I I wish there were more movies like it. Just because holy shit, they really they really 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 do um nail that that A story. They just knock it out of the park. Um, <laughs> so they get back to school and rumors are like swirling back at the Debs Academy or whatever the fuck. And, uh, Amy is the first person to ever fight Lucy Diamond and live to tell about it. So she's like a legend. And like, meanwhile, Amy is really beginning to question her sexuality. Uh, it's, it's, it's unavoidable at this point. She's really starting to think about it. She's like, wow, uh, I didn't know I had this part of me and, um, how does that play for you? I mean, people don't want to hear a fucking straight white male talk about a girl finding her sexuality. So, <laughs> well, I think that like it, uh, that's one of the things that just kind of like oh, okay, whatever. I have a hard time relating to it because I found out so early. It wasn't like a big turnaround or anything. Right. So with movies like this, it's always kind of difficult for me to empathize with these characters because, like, really, there was nothing before this particular instance. That sure caused you to feel this way sure but i guess it i I mean if there's so many movies with this continuous theme it must work for somebody yeah i guess so i i want i I just i wondered just because like yeah it it is it does seem like a definite uh sort of switch and at this point i don't know if it takes uh, like that long for it to to go off i i don't i don't have a ton of experience uh being a woman in the deb's academy (laughs) (laughs) Because my I didn't take the uh, the SAT and my school didn't do it. We did ACTs and I didn't do very well in oh. that either. Is that what you want to hear? I didn't do that well. <laughs> I did okay. Never got to be a Deb. Yeah, goddamn it. Oh man. Fuck. Oh gosh. I want to be. So a it's just very silly, and they just start dating and covertly, and eventually, like Lucy just whisks whisks Amy away, and everybody like freaks out because they think she got kidnapped, and Lucy <laughs> kind of played it to make it seem like. 
She kidnapped her. She also leaves diamonds everywhere. Yeah. Which, because uh, supposedly cool. Lucy Diamond is supposed to be a diamond thief. Yeah. But I don't know. A... If I was carrying around, like, really expensive diamonds, I wouldn't just leave them places. I guess it's meant to be like, oh, I have so many that I can just, like, leave them yeah, as but... my calling card. But it's still, I was like, man, that's got to be expensive. Yeah. Every time you want to make a statement about your presence. Oh my god, absolutely. But I mean, pretty badass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, that's 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 my name. Don't wear it out. Diamond. Like the song. Do you know the song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really play that up Jesus. like pretty hard in this movie. Again with that friggin' license plate. Do you know the in song? In the sky. <laughs> uh also so now like when they when they like go on their little getaway, it's like very much like the 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 impression that I get montage from chasing Amy. Like it's like, it, you know what I mean? Like the classic rom-com, like we're falling in love. And I wish they would use that song. I think every rom-com that's doing the we're falling in love montage should just fucking do uh, the impression that I get. <laughs> just because yeah. It just, it fits so well in my opinion. I think about that chasing Amy one more than I care to admit. No, I'll admit it. I'll admit it right now. I think about it all the time. Think about it every day. It's a good one. It's a fabulous montage. And of course, like when the two of them finally hook up, and it's it, it's what I like about them hooking up again is that like there's a subtlety to it, and there's a sweetness, and that like like both ready for it, and they're connecting, and it's not hyper intense or anything. And but of course they get walked in on because like this is a goofy movie, and you know the entire like Deb's force has to be like well. You sure we're having you covert collegiate lesbian affair in style? Yeah, and like they do go for it a little bit too, because like that—that's where the movie like switched. I mean, they're naked, man. Like that, like mm-hmm. they, that. It really uh, did. It went from like, uh, you know, playful kissing and stuff. And that was also. I want to ask you about this too, because uh, uh, we do the montage, and I know that's our filler montage because the movie's got to move, and it, it's only like an hour and a half. It's a perfect. It's a perfect ninety-minute film for the most part. Awesome, but. How much time passes in that montage? And like, I know I should suspend my disbelief. Uh, I knew that after like the first couple minutes. But um, while I think it's very cute, as soon as we snap out of the montage and they're like very coupley and like, don't you love me? And like, yeah, I love you. And it's like, it's adorable. It's great acting. It's cute. Made my heart melt. I'm crying. But I'm just like, from a story perspective. Uh, oh yeah, it's not set up well at all. It's bad. Like right? it's, it's super rushed. This isn't. Uh, this isn't a terribly romantic movie. No. But at all, like, you don't watch this to, like, find real love. You watch this to watch, like, a goofy, like, girl-on-girl kind of, like, fun spy type of thing. It's more of a comedy than it is a romance, for sure. And more of a parody than, you know, any other kind of comedy. Very specific. So I I agree that the the building of the romance isn't super well done. But there is, you know, you come back to it because of the sweetness. Not because of like the the passion. Of course, of course. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, oh, Katie, I just thought of this uh, a few minutes ago, and I, I I gotta say it. Lucy is literally chasing Amy. Yeah. Do you do you because the movie is the same title. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, and we may never get another chance to talk about this, so do I'm gonna it. do this really quick. Do it. So, I um I'm a lesbian who really enjoys chasing Amy. And this is kind of a point of contention to some other queer people that I've met because the popular perception of that movie is that Chasing Amy is a movie where Ben Affleck cures a lesbian with his penis. And 
I have never seen it that way. If you watch the movie, it's clear that she's like this bisexual woman who took the kind of identity of being a lesbian because she had some negative experiences with men and only opened herself back up to men when she met Ben Affleck and had another connection with another human being, which she proceeds to totally fuck up by being wildly insecure. And the movie in itself is less of a queer movie and more of a movie about straight male insecurity. Oh, for sure. And on that front, it is a brilliant movie. Yeah, that's the point. And like everybody, like people that are naysayers of that movie of Chasing Amy, try to point to the whole, uh, the banky line, like all all uh, all any woman needs is a is a nice deep dicking or something like that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. people point to that as like, well, this is what Kevin Smith thinks. And it's like, no, dude, I had the dumbest fucking character in the movie say that. That's the point. You know what I mean? Like, and and also like he says that in the middle of a point where he's clearly having a crisis of his own sexuality. Oh yeah, he follows they, that up with everybody needs dick. Oh, <laughs> say what you what is it? What is it? Uh, mother, mother, daughter, sister, none. <laughs> Yeah. Something like Senator. that. Senator. Senator something like that. Uh yeah, no, I I'm with you hundred percent. I that movie is that movie is about Ben Affleck being a piece of shit and like like, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with uh his own insecurity and uh his own like what does it mean to be a, a fucking man and like what does it mean to plant your, you know, quote unquote flag somewhere. Like the, I we could talk forever about chasing Amy. It's such a good movie. And it's like Jesus Christ he doesn't deserve Alyssa Jones, <laughs> but this is about Debs, and I could talk for mm-hmm. three hours about chasing Amy. <laughs> but um, yeah, just as a quick aside, I just wanted to mention that because oh, I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to like I'm not make an official it. chasing Amy statement. No, I'm into it. I'm glad. I'm glad. Like I said, fuck it. If you want to just make this, if you just want to like switch and we'll just talk about chasing Amy, right? I'll do it. <laughs> I I love that shit. <laughs> but that movie's too good. That movie's too good to be on Bad Movie Brunch. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, with this one, so they uh, they get caught, and they have we have to do the comedy movie like everything's a bummer now. And Bobby tries to hook back up with Amy, and because before he's like, I'm not I'm not going to tell any of my buddies about this. I'm embarrassed. My ex girlfriend had a lesbian affair, and then he follows it up with, It's actually kind of hot, the lesbian thing, which is just like, oh, movie, the lesbian thing, specific reality. Oh my God, I still love you. The whole Leslie yeah. thing, hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get out of here. You're like, <laughs> you look like a, he's like that dude's like a Nazi poster child. Yeah. No offense yeah. to the actor, he, but he was also the prick, and she's out of my league. That's why I'm like, where do I know this asshole from? And he was like the dickhead who was uh, uh, the ex boyfriend. He was the ex boyfriend, and she's out of my league. Typecast like a like a like a motherfucker. Oh no way, yeah. man! That guy's made a career out of douchebags. Just just like a punchable face, but he would kick my ass. He's a he's a total man. <laughs> indeed, um, indeed. So after the bummerness of it all, we have to like do the thing. I don't understand because Amy is the one that pushes away from Lucy because she's like, I have to be a Deb now, and like this is my real identity, and like da 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 da. And the movie makes Lucy do the work of getting Amy back, which rewatching it now as an is like an adult doesn't really sit well with me. I feel like Amy has to be the one to be like I need to accept my identity and like stand up for loving you, which she does at the end. But I I really feel like it should have been her doing the work of getting Lucy back because if you're in Lucy's position and you're just like, we we had this magical weekend together and you're just going to like blow me off because of some perceived thing that you think that you have to do. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, 
I like it a little. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I like it a little. I think it's very I think it's very sweet. I think that she's in a position of experience and like look man, she's like, I know where you've been, I've been in those shoes, I'm a few he- I'm a few years ahead and a lot more than that in experience at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe she's just like I'm making the call and like, I know this is what you want. Cause I can tell, cause I know you love me. Cause we've talked about it. Remember that montage we had? And like, it was a beautiful montage. It was, it was, it was. Remember those handcuffs you bought me? They were like, the, and they presented my jewelry. It was very cute. Um, yeah. Oh dude, the handcuffs. So the implications are outstanding. And then she shoots an arrow. Like after they broke up, she shoots an arrow through Amy's window and the, the handcuffs are on there. And she goes, I thought you were different. Oh, it's so funny. The funniest part of the whole movie. It's really, me. really, really, really funny. Uh, oh my God. Uh, and like, yeah. So like, I, but like I said, I kind of like that she makes the call. I think it's nice to see her. Cause you know, I guess from a story standpoint, it doesn't make that much sense because who the, who the fuck's our main character? You know what I mean? Um, but you know from uh from a, from the from the idea of like this is the world's biggest criminal who like nobody has ever fought her and not died and like to see her like make the call to be like not only am i going to do this but i'm going to change my entire life to do this to show that like this uh, this isn't just like a fling i'm not just a criminal trying to fuck your life up i'm in love with you and mm-hmm. it's a nice gesture. I understand from a story point how it should be her, the, the, our protagonist doing the work and not the other way around. That is pretty effed. But I, I thought it was very sweet. I thought it was very cute. Um, she's like, she has that like really nice heart to heart with Scud. And she's like, being bad doesn't feel good anymore. And uh, <laughs> I'm just with Scud, man. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't, what, what does he say? Like, he has we got to get her back it's something yeah that's it and i'm just like god you're such a good friend man and also mm-hmm. let's um, don't don't worry audience scud gets his own love story because like they're planting that from the beginning with him and like janet the other deb and it's very cute so michael clark duncan has his longest and best scene of the movie um mm-hmm. where he tells amy why she makes a perfect deb why she's the perfect score uh, nobody will shut up about the perfect score. And he explains what you explained earlier. There's a secret test hidden within the SAT, and it's an aptitude test. And what he reveals to her is the whole point of it all is you uh, you get a perfect score because the score tests uh, how good of a liar you are. Because good liars are you know the best spies. But he he says something really like pure, like uh, like uh, you know, love requires trust, and you know trust requires not lying or something like that honesty honesty i don't know i i didn't i'm not a writer well i am but not a good, i'm not a good writer uh and i'm like holy shit man i just thought about like michael clark duncan coming into set that day and being like this movie's kind of goony but i'm gonna knock this out of the fucking park and he does mm-hmm. he's i mean r.i.p uh like it's so sad to have such a talent like that you know be gone i mean did you you've seen daredevil with ben affleck right of course. My dude's the kingpin. It's like the coolest casting I've ever seen in a comic book movie. It's like, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, but, this, <laughs> but this is like the skinnier svelte version of Michael Clark Duncan in this. So the funniest scud line, arguably, is so like mm-hmm. they roll out this like fucking, he rolls out this like map or like blueprint because they're going to the like the big like end party. It's called like end game, right? It's like a big yeah, like, dev ceremony. Uh, college Right, call it where where Amy is to be awarded like Deb of the Year because they're playing it like 
Nobody knows about her fucking off and, you know, sexing the, the enemy except for us. So we're going to do the opposite and steer into the skid and, like, make her seem like the poster child, even though she's a fuck up in their eyes. Not in mine. I love it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Scud rolls out the plan to Lucy because they're going to infiltrate the shit. And it's like this big map with, like, blueprints. And she's like, uh, she goes, it just says, it just says, tell her you love her <laughs> on, on the map. <laughs> like, that's the plan. <laughs> and I, like... I was finishing this movie at like almost 3 a.m. and I was uh. crying. Like, <laughs> it just says, tell her you love her. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, God, what a character. He's a man. He, he, knows, he knows what's up. God would, knows what's up. I would love a sequel or like a Netflix series, like revival of this so badly. Oh, God, I would watch it so hard. So good. This is actually um, based on a short. Yes, I saw that. Talk about it. Well, uh,. I, I just it's it's interesting that this of all the things that get picked up from shorts and get made into longer films, this is the one that caught somebody's eye. It's very cool. And they're like, we need to bring this to the general public, which really cracks me up. And it's also interesting because this is written and directed by a um, lesbian, a, a, I believe a black lesbian. Yes. But the characters are, the majority of them are white, and I presume that that's probably because of like somebody might have had like a meeting at marketing or something like that. Thought like we can't have them be both lesbians and black. No, like, God no. They would just freak out America too much in two thousand four. We're in the, we're at, we're like we're at war in Iraq, man. We can't deal with <laughs> we can't deal with like four black leads. Like, come on, this mm-hmm. isn't this is America. No, it's it's fucked up. And I I um yeah, Angela Robinson. She's a Chicago born. So. Oh no way. Yeah, shut up. I did it. Well, I deep dived on Angela Robinson last night because I'm like. This movie has a fucking voice. And I'm like, who is this Angela Robinson? Who is this writer director? And she's awesome. Like I had I I'm excited we're talking about her. Um this was like kind of the short was kind of her first like big hit. So I went through her filmography on Wikipedia so you know it's true. And mm-hmm. um there is a couple short films. They're both I mean, one's called Chicula Teenage Vampire from 1995. She wrote it and directed it. Sounds like you know, this kind of style. And then another one she just produced called Ice Fishing. And then in 03 is Debs, the short. And she wrote it, she directed it, she edited it, and it kind of did the 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 festival circuit and crushed. Like, people liked it enough to make it into a, um, a feature-length film. I did see also that Janet, the character, like, the wide-eyed, like, uh, haven't, hasn't earned her stripes yet, Deb, is the only actress to reprise her role from the short. Everybody else is a, is a recast. Um... Which is cool, but kind of a bummer, especially because like I can handpick a couple people that like I've seen in movies recently out of this movie, and then the rest is kind of like not, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it would have been, I think it would have been nice just to go with it and keep your original cast. I mean, they're the reason you're getting the future, but I'm um, I'm not Hollywood, baby. I'm a I'm a make a movie make a movie with your friends. Um, but it led to this really cool career. Like it seems like out of Debs, I mean, like she worked on the she worked on the L word for like five years. Like I, I it, mm-hmm. seems, it seems like uh, director, writer, producer on that. Um, directed Herbie Fully Loaded, sick. Uh, <laughs> did uh, some episodes of Hung. Um, She's brilliant. I love Hung. Yeah, I've heard it's we very good. It, I watched it with our buddy uh, Tear Bear oh, when we were living in oh. L.A. together. Terrence Murphy, shout, shout, shout. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I thought was like the most uh, obvious uh, 
call is she uh, directed an episode of Charlie's Angels when it was on TV, like in 2011. And mm-hmm. that's pretty tight. Um, but coolest and most recent, because like, I didn't get to see this movie yet, but I remember seeing the trailer and being like, whoa, it's uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. No way. Yeah, wrote it and directed it. And oh, cool. That one, for people that don't know, that's about that's about the dude who created the character of Wonder Woman in the comics, right? But he was also like banging his wife, but also had a mistress, and she was like cool with it. And that was like, it's kind of like uh, Fifty Shades, but like back when that shit was not not only was it not in the mainstream, it was like sex was so taboo and like everything else, and like they were just swinging and shit. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it, but it looked awesome and a little steamy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. That's awesome. Dude, good for her. Good she for her. It. She's awesome. Like, and like, what a crowning, like, I'm sorry, but if I were Angela Robinson, I would have Debs front and center on my like crowning jewels. Like what a cool little, this is kind of like her clerks. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, uh, it's, it's like, it's just very sweet. What and a launch. It, it all ties up with a happy ending at the end. Like totally. two leads finally get together. And yeah. It's, it's just a nice, feel good, goofy kind of flick. For sure. And like I would I would love to like have this be the thing that, you know, you can point. There's a lot of people that like can point to shit and like, you know, they get pigeonholed and like it doesn't seem like she really did that. She can point to Debs and be like, I got to work in the industry because I made a movie that was uniquely my voice. And that's all you can hope for uh, in in film, in my opinion. I just want to see people uh, give me the movie that they were going to make because nobody else was going to, you know. Absolutely. More power to her. She rocks. Angela Robinson forever. Love you, girl. <laughs> so, yeah. T- so, the movie ends with them kind of uh, the classic rom-com ending. Uh, she's like, Amy can't go through with the speech. Uh, Lucy and them break in. They kiss. You guys know they're going to end up together. Come on. Watch the watch the movie. Don't, li- don't, <laughs> don't listen to us. <laughs> then they drive off to Barcelona together because she has always wanted to go to art school. She doesn't even want to be a dad. So, she finally gets to live her best life being a lesbian artist in Barcelona. Barcelona, is that what you're saying? Barcelona, my my bad. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Have you ever seen the internship? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's like I've seen it a hundred times, and there's like uh, an argument he's having with his like Vince Vaughn's having with his girlfriend at the beginning, and he's like, I want to go to Barcelona, and he's like, it's Barcelona, just like fucking <laughs> corrects her like three times. I think about that a lot. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So you know, everything ends as it's supposed to. Um, I know we so, touched. Go ahead. Uh, you had never seen this movie before. Would you recommend it? Of course. Of course I would. Uh, I'm cool. pissed. I'm. You know who I'd rec- recommend it to most is uh, 12-year-old me in 2004. Because mm-hmm. holy shit, man. Like, this would have... God, this would have ruled my summers. If only this were on, like, my parents' like movie channels when they were at work and I was just, like, watching TV all summer long and shit. Like... Yeah, I'd go out and play sports to be in the sunlight like a plant, but then I'd go back and watch TV for like 14 hours, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I would just always watch the same movies over and over again, especially in the early 2000s. Like I would watch fucking the things that were on, like the new guy was on constantly, and I loved it. And that's distinctly early 2000s. Uh, Jay and Bob Strike Back, constantly, you know what I mean? Uh, And this movie would have fallen right in. This movie is like so comic book. Uh, In fact, I I read that like the idea came, she started writing uh, Deb's, comic strips for like herself and stuff when she was in college i've deep dived on angela robinson i was like what's up with this um and so like this was comics and then it was a short and then it was a movie and like in a world where we get comic book adaptations of like you know big tentpole properties all the time like this chick invented her own like you know 
uh, IP. Yeah, her own IP. Uh, her own uh, her own like history. Like she created like an entire organization, an entire like um, universe. It's very, very, very cool. Uh, awesome. But and so yeah, I would I would also recommend it. Like if it's it's like if you're ever like, hey, I want to like let my no- my children know that like being gay is okay. But like a lot of the uh, gay movies that are out there are a little bit too spicy. I mm. think this would be like a good starter flick. Like yeah. if you had a questioning child, like I was when I was a kid, this mm. movie was a godsend. So yeah, I, I'd say go for it if you have a twelve-year-old that's curious. You've had such a more interesting life than I have. I can't. I, I like <laughs> you really have. When I was twelve, I was just like, oh, Nickelodeon's cool and like <laughs> like, like shit like that. <laughs> um, Oh God, Toy Story is rad. Um, I was something, and I know we've talked uh, all about it, but it is Pride, and we're gonna harp on it because this is the first movie we've talked about that is unabashedly um, a, a, a queer movie. Um, mm-hmm. Did you think? And am I just being? Tell me if I'm just being like a douchebag with an English degree. <laughs> but like, are the Debs kind of like? supposed to serve as like a metaphor or like something as like the I like the idea of like being straight and like the ideology of like straight is what you should be in like uh quote unquote normal society because uh, I like got that and like Lucy Diamond and crime was sort of the opposite like the scary the bad thing the thing you're not supposed to do this is what your life's supposed to be you're supposed to be a Deb and that's what we're we are all Debs and you should be it too and the idea of her like um, sort of being uh, seduced by the uh, by like a criminal who's like dark and mysterious and represents this whole other uh, side of sexuality that she not had had no idea even existed within herself. Um, I I wonder. I if think th- there's a definite part of that, but I also feel like the reason why they end up together at the end is because they come to a middle ground. Cool. Like cool. Lucy decides that she can't go full crime for Amy anymore, and Amy realizes that she can't be full dead anymore. And they just decide to be each other rather than to stick to their separate labels. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't want. I couldn't. I couldn't write. I didn't like. I didn't write an essay about it. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> uh, I love it. I hope Angela Robinson keeps doing more. Uh, I'm going to definitely probably just go out and buy the Blu-ray of Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Cause, like, I'll probably just go out and buy it just because, like, that's. I remember seeing the trailer and being like, I could see that. And any movie that's worth seeing is worth buying. In my my opinion, give them your money. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hopefully, if I make a movie, people will buy my movie. And if not, I'll buy like three copies of it. So fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So to be clear, this it was this was not porn. Yeah, no. But it it could have been. It's just a goofy comedy movie edited slightly different. You literally just have to add three or four sex scenes, and it's it is a porno. Like, I mean, because, like, everything else about it is, like, the it's, like, slapstick porn comedy. <laughs> I, like, I've I've seen some porn, ladies and gentlemen, and <laughs> let me tell you, this sucks. I have family that listens to this, and I notice it more and more, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And it's like, God damn it. And then I'm doing it right now. It's like, Luke, please, please don't cuss. Stop cussing. And I'm like, ah, I, I have, like, this sensor in my head where, like, anytime I say anything, I can just feel like, I can just feel like a piece of my soul dying. I'm like, ah. Oh, no, no, dude. R- I mean, not in a bad way. I don't care. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But, like, uh, I'm just, like, just changing everybody's perspective of me. Podcast Luke is not real life Luke. I'm way more disgusting in real life. <laughs> uh, it's been good to talk to you, Katie. I have, We've been off for a few weeks. I'm sorry to all the listeners. Um, life finds a way. 
Uh, speaking of sure which, does. speaking of which, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Have you seen it? I haven't. Cool, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, like so bad that I don't want to watch it again to talk about it, like on the show. Because uh, like I've been up, you know, it's bad. <laughs> uh, so. But anyway, sorry, I've been off on a sides <laughs> today. I miss you. I want to talk about life. I want to talk about it too, but we should probably wrap up the podcast. Fine, wrap it up. Okay. Well, uh, I recommend Debs. It's a fun, dumb, good time, especially if you're looking for a fun movie, like a queer movie to watch during Pride or totally. whenever. Uh, please watch it. It's it's great. It's a good dumb time. Uh, I've been Katie here in Los Angeles. I have been Luke Taylor. Happy Pride, everybody. Yay. 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 